And then finally I was ready to get to work. And like, that was the only barrier. Like I could have easily given into the pain and be like, oh, today's not the day. Yeah, today's exactly. not the day. But you know, like I will take emotional pain over physical pain any day, by the way, because the physical pain comes with so much mental anguish. Cause like you start putting all the blame on yourself. And you're like, okay, no, no, today's not the day. Today's not the day. And then the next day you're like, and get it done. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm lagging by, oh, didn't get it done. And you keep going through all this. And then like, you know, being a lot of physical pain makes you quite miserable. You have to try really hard just to be a normal person. And what does this do to the people around you? They're probably not going to like you that much. They probably won't want to be around you too. And like, that'll create like a lot of emotional, like, like stress. I will take this emotional stress any day. Bonkai. Senbon Sakura. Kageyoshi. Welcome anime fans to the Super Anime Podcast, where each week we look to entertain, inspire and inform you on all things anime. Whether you're new to anime or a seasoned veteran, we invite you to come listen, share and laugh with us. We hope every episode ignites your otaku spirit and leaves you feeling super. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Let's start the show. your new uh, Kickstarter project. But was there anything else that you wanted to talk about as well? No, I just uh, wanted to hang out with you guys. Yeah? Nice. All right. Speech queen. Solos All in right, HD cool. today. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I remember the last time I know, we, uh, right? we hung out. Clap for Solos. How choppy and like 180 <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, has he paused now? I can't see Unless him. Unless he's he's messing with us. He's just really no, I'm still. Here. I'm, I'm here. Can you <laughs> yeah, see me? Okay. you're back to 180p too. <laughs> it's a on it's don't don't worry now. This is an uh, ongoing running like, joke with Solo's internet. My, my, so, my internet providers are trash, basically. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, cool. Let's go. Three. I mean, I don't know. I might put that in. I don't know. Uh, maybe for Sona's <laughs> for Sona's stage name, I won't put that in. I don't mind. But three. All right. <laughs> uh, you see, he's such a good sport. Anyway, three, two, one. <clears throat> welcome, welcome to another episode of Super Anime Podcast. We have a great guest. He was here before. He was on a one mic episode, telling us and giving us all the spill on Dragon Ball Tell, and he is back with another legendary, iconic, and I'm sure going to be even greater project. Welcome back to the show, Nas Pasha! Yo, what's good? <laughs> I'm a bit loud, sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Welcome, welcome back, Nas. Um, first of all, uh, thank you so much for coming back mm-hmm. on the episode again we really appreciate mm-hmm. it really vibed with the first episode as well yeah no, on the first I'm episode but the first one we did sorry go on <clears throat> no i was just saying happy to be back man it was, it was a good time last time it was it really was um and for those who are new to that podcast we know we've as i mentioned last year we've grown 76 percent and we've, um, in terms of new listeners so we really appreciate it if you haven't gone through our archive, you have to listen to this episode, episode 130. And if you haven't, where have you been? If you haven't seen a Dragon Motel, please go to 
uh, YouTube and just type that in. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But yeah, if you want to hear about the whole um, you know, setup and how that was created, then please do go to episode 130 with Nas. But today we're talking about a new project, Nas. We're talking about a new project and it's, uh, two mistakes too many. Can you tell us, so uh, first of all, Nas, like what, what first inspired the project and what's to come in terms of this uh, two mistakes too many? Uh, the yeah. pr- first of all, what inspired it and then the synopsis and then when is it going to come out? Yeah, this was uh, something I started. This is what uh, the biggest project I had started before, Legend. Legend took four years, mm. and this is a three-volume graphic novel that wraps up in three volumes. Uh, and uh, it's called Two Mistakes Too Many, and it was the first thing I started while actually in animation school. And I remember I did the first page on day one, and I didn't touch it for the rest of the semester because we all became as busy as doctors. And then we, uh, I got into my summer, and I, th- I finished making it. And then following summer, I, I self-published it in Toronto. Got a bunch of copies made locally, and then I sold it at Fan Expo, and it was great. Like, it, it's, it's something from nothing. Nobody knew who I was. Most people still don't know mm. who I am, but at that time, I was really green. That was, like, 10 years ago. And um, the next summer, I did another one in six months. The first one took five months. And then the final one took four years because that's when I went, met my wife. I got into the work world and just life and stuff. But I always, I always had, like, a stack this thick of pages to ink and I didn't understand why the stack was never getting small even though I was doing like six to eight pages a night <laughs> so uh and then eventually I'll finished and then that was like a super busy time in my life but um not to dwell too much on the back end of it it's a it's a it's a really simple like children's fairy tale for adults and if you mm-hmm. like stuff like Shadow of the Colossus or Avatar the Last Airbender these are like mm. two like without it even saying it's an inspiration for me even if i said it wasn't like it's just so obvious that it's all like interrelated to that sort of stuff so um it's a and without giving the story away it's the story of a man who accidentally relives buddha's life and um he thinks that if he can find a way to end the world's suffering that would obviously be a good thing and he actually finds a way to end a war with like the snap of a finger and in history, no one can figure out how he did it. He becomes this mythical, mythological character. And the story is actually somebody investigating this person's myth because a war is coming to his country. And he thinks if he can find out how he did it, um, he would be able to stop the war with a snap of a finger. And uh, it's all about mistakes and coincidences. Very, very simple story, but maybe a complicated setup. So I hope people can look forward to it. No, that is... That is that wow. Is cool. Wait, wait, wait. Let's wait, 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 wait. wait that is wait. very cool. He Let's, said Shadow of the Colossus. Oh. Let me jump <laughs> wait, in <laughs> because I can see you going. Oh, go. yes, sir. Me, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> 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 he said Shadow of the Colossus, and my my eyes started twitching because Shadow of the Colossus is one of my favorite games. We couldn't that, tell because your internet connection, though. <laughs> yes nice give it to him every guest that comes on gives it to him we want more guests so he sorts out his internet give it to him (laughs) (laughs) oh this is the third guest let's go let's go Okay, that's no, fine. I, I will. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. That's that funny. was good. That was good. I actually that that was. That was <laughs> I even forgot my question. <laughs> you Shadow of the Colossus. Colossus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Shadow of the Colossus. Um, basically, like 
Did you did you have that in your mind whilst you're creating 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 this this story? So what I'm, I guess I get the guess the basic question I'm, I'm I'm asking is when you look to start creating a story, do you have things in mind that you like you pull from, or does that naturally come out as the stories coming together? I think uh, more of the latter naturally, and but there are things that don't uh, that are always there from the beginning, like music. That that song I was humming, the best part of the Shadow of the Colossus, like that that was in my head from the beginning. Even though in the first volume, nothing related to something like that shows up, but I always am like, this moment's gonna come, it's gonna come. And then when it did, mm. for maybe four weeks straight, I was humming that in my head uh, in my midnight hours, from like midnight to six a.m. And the whole time I'm inking, I'm like, it's just another page closer to a Colossus. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, that stuff it 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 bleeds into your work. It'll it'll guide your hand and definitely keep you awake you know i mean i think i said it in the last episode there's nothing new under the sun which nas said as well um not this nas the rapper nas but um and it's just more so a case where you take inspiration from different places so by all means take inspiration from here as well or in this case shadow of colossus my i was going to ask um you said you first started and after you just left it because obviously like you said life started life in you were busy and so on and so forth what was the initial i guess premise in terms of how long did it take you to finish the story if sorry if you mentioned this but just more so the the concept you, you, talk, you talk about a song being in your head and so on and so forth but mm-hmm. how long did it take you to finish this full article or is it finished actually that's a question as well yeah so to be clear i did the first one while i was in school i did the second mm-hmm. one when i just finished school and i told myself okay you're either supposed to find a job right away or mm. you have to finish this book so what's a responsible amount of time to be unemployed at that time, I said it was six months. And I finished mm. it five months and 28 days. Wow. And, then, and I remember that because the last two days, I was losing so much sleep thinking about my next thing that I was going to do, which was going to be a portfolio about the Monkey King. And that's what I was going to mm. use to, you know, like when you're in animation school, you think you're making a great portfolio, but every teacher should tell you, you're going to throw it right in the garbage. You're going to be so much better by the time you finish than when you started. You're going to look at that work and be like, I can't show it. This is not my best work. And if you do, that's fine too. But most people will probably throw it in the garbage. So I knew whatever I did in school was going in the trash and I was going to make a completely new portfolio. But I needed to finish this book. It was it was soul food for me. So I did it in that time. And then the last two days, I was concocting this new portfolio I wanted to make. And I spent maybe a month and a half making that. And the moment it was done and I got my first job, literally the first week out at lunchtime, I was already starting the third and final volume of this and i actually didn't leave it alone that four years it took four years yes because of life but also the book is so much thicker the first book was 100 pages the next one was like 180 and the last one was like 280 pages so they got progressively more detailed and i mean i was i was growing as an artist too right and i just it's like your own movie like if you don't have a director saying oh you got to cut this for time cut this for time you're just going to keep making it as perfect as you can and you can go overboard but i definitely didn't go overboard or maybe I did by making it. <laughs> but like, yeah, but this, the project that you saw on my Instagram is, you know, like there's a limited amount of copies of those. I don't have any, I, I basically mm. don't have any more. I have maybe a few laying around, but um, now it's a master volume. I always want to turn something hardbound. always wanted to make mm. something animated for it. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be like the ultimate version of doing that where I can make like a little, it almost looks like a little short film. And then, yeah, yeah if people pick up the book, like maybe they'll get a, a nice taste of what that trailer shows. But uh, yeah. Two Mistakes Too Many Ultimate version is the ultimate collection of all three. It's a it's a finished story, so it is it's a complete sort of volume. Like, honestly, whenever you come, I uh, say whenever you, the last time you came as well, just your work ethic 
is insane, dude. Honestly, Crazy, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, you call it a work ethic. It isn't. It's play. This to me, that's playtime because that's not. Oh the yeah, job. you did say yeah. You, you did, know, yeah. like yeah. you don't need to be told what to do at recess. The mm. moment you get to go out, you just want to mm. play. No one's gonna tell you how to play the soccer. Mm. No one's gonna tell you how to play red ass if that's what you're playing. Like you know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we played a lot of that, man. It was painful. <laughs> but um, do you know that game? Do you guys have it in the UK? What game? Red ass. Like yeah, we, we have a, that. Yeah. Oh, what you that. smacked so them? Yeah, yeah. We played like with a soccer ball, with football, and then <laughs> oh, we, so oh, we played yeah, with a yeah, tennis yeah, ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> you play yeah. with the tennis ball. <laughs> no, you guys we better be playing the same game. game. Because we had a wall, you throw the wall, the ball, the wall. Whoever can yeah, catch yeah, it before yeah. it hits the floor, yeah, you you throw it at their ass. <laughs> like, you played so, with a tennis okay, ball. Wow, yeah, that's different. Man. So we played like with soccer. Yeah, we played with soccer. So you you score a goal or something, and then you line up against the wall, and then you and then someone that stands like, uh, nice. say, 20 back and kicks and just hits the hits the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I would have much preferred that because everyone had dog <laughs> kick. <laughs> <you know? laughs> <laughs> but no yeah you, you know you, you're right because you did mention that last time here it was like playful and i think um um there was a saying like where there's great there's fit and i think in this case you know it's just something that you love to do and like you mentioned it's not work it's just a passion project which um yeah. you're fulfilling so that is amazing honestly yeah i don't want I that just... to sound like i don't think it's difficult though yeah it's still definitely exactly. difficult and tiring yeah. but most people get tired having fun you know and then they yeah, just do no, it again. No, for, sure. <laughs> so. for sure. For sure. I mean, this podcast is fun, but we get tired as well. Um, having to show up every single week, um, the show notes, the editing, the different posts and so on and so forth. But like I said, where there's grit, there's fit. And you, when you love something, when it's passionate about it, again, we're not, like you mentioned and rightly mentioned, it's not necessarily it's easy, but you're more likely to stick with it because you're having fun. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's the same case because that's a lot of pages, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't I think... even remember if I've written anything more than ten <laughs> pages. Actually, maybe my dissertation. Yeah, that was the only thing, and that was tough. <laughs> I uh, I did. Uh, I got a proof copy back from uh, my printers, and the book is this thick, and um, it's four hundred eighty-four pages, and this is it's thicker than both Nasica and the Bible. <laughs> so, like, <Whoa. laughs> but I, I changed the I changed the paper stock to just be a little thinner, just to get that spine a little smaller. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're doing it right. It, it looks perfect now. That like, uh, a, I hope it doesn't fall apart when it gets printed. So <laughs> but yeah, <That laughs> it's a big, big. volume. <laughs> kind of giving me the like oh, um, trilogy, Lord of the Rings, kind of you know those kind yeah. of books. Yeah, yeah. So I go on, yeah. Solo. I was gonna say, would you not think about um, splitting it, splitting that volume into two? Maybe just uh, well, like... it's, it's already it's already in three volumes. So I okay. my idea okay. was like it had to be like the the perfect one book that can collect dust on your shelf. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah, let yeah, it collect yeah, yeah. dust. Let it read it, people. Read it. No, <laughs> let it collect dust. I mean, it's it's it's, uh, it's a nice showcase. It's never going into the trash. Oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Collector's item. Collector's item. It's like the um, Berserker, <laughs> yeah. the Lux volumes. The Lux volumes, like that. Yeah. Like I've got one of them, and they're just beautiful to look at. It's just big, just there. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a museum showpiece. It it, lo- it does look good on the. Uh, if you if listeners don't know, you go to um Nas's instagram mystery underscore me um it's a book looks epic honestly it Thank looks you. real good it looks like a piece of art on its own so um, well like I, I make the joke like people like oh you shouldn't judge a book by its cover and that's the first thing <laughs> everyone does by the way yeah, but like do. i think what a good thing to say is like instead of judging a book by its cover you should use a book's cover to judge how much hard work is being put into the book 
Because mm. if the cover isn't thought out well, even if it doesn't mean it has to be complicated, it could be a simple cover. But if it's not thought out and treated well, I feel like that's an indication of what's on the interior isn't thought out well. No, I agree. Well, I agree. Um, but again, you I get agree. other people that design covers all the time. But I guess in like maybe the art world is a bit different. Usually the person who's making the art does their own kind of cover for like their own book. Um, but yeah, but that cover, I did not. I lost a lot of sleep on that one. So I'm, I'm glad it's, it, it's resonating with you. It, it looks <laughs> epic, honestly. It looks like one of those kind of, you know, you know when you see those um, stories where you know it's going to be an adventure and there's a mystery or something to be unlocked. That to me is what it looks like. Um, and I think to your point in terms of like a book not epic. being a... Uh, sorry? Oh, thank you. It's like an epic. It's an epic story. It's an epic storyline. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. So you'll know your internet's yeah, behind, no, so you might, I might have... <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> but no, 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 no. He's screaming. <laughs> Sorry, Sola. I bet. He's going to have a tally behind him on the next episode. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say about regarding, um, where was that? Yeah, book, judging book by its cover. You're right, absolutely. Because I'm the same in terms of websites, like just in general. Like if you see someone's website, I think that's a reflection of their company. I know it's not necessarily, it shouldn't be done that way. But I think it's just, you know, if you put, whether it's your calling card, whether it's your website, mm-hmm. whether it's your book, you need to put effort because perception is reality. If someone sees an amazing book, that is almost like the premise of what potentially is going to be in that book. Yeah. Uh, and it's just marketing, really. So it's one of those cases where you've, if you're trying to essentially distinguish yourself between your competition. You need to have something that stands out. And that, to me, stands out. The gold highlight everything on there. Oh, thank you. It just tells me this is going to be an epic journey. Yeah, I hope it feels like that when people pick it up uh, yeah so yeah. how can people pick it up like in terms of uh i know you mentioned uh or maybe you didn't mention actually but how can people like pick this up and making sure that they can read this epic epic adventure sorry yeah i mean maybe by the time they can hear this uh i'll have a kickstarter pre-order out so mm-hmm. because the books are uh, books completely finished i just have to uh gather the money and send it to the company to give them the go-ahead and i did my test print already so all the all the factors are aligned right now. So um, yeah, it'll be a Kickstarter that's up. The The animation promo that I was doing is essentially like a, a really high quality commercial for it. And I'll explain mm. a little bit about the project on the Kickstarter page, but um, that's it. It'll be up for 30 days and I hope uh, people can check it out or at least share it around, that sort of stuff. So when you, sorry, when just so I'm clear, when you say be up for 30 days, up 30 days in terms of being sold or up 30 days in terms of us reading a snippet of it? Oh, uh, the campaign will be active for 30 days. And then after that, mm-hmm. once it closes and I, uh, hopefully I get, if I can hit my goal, um, uh, I'll f- continue with fulfillment. And then after that, it'll be available on my website eventually. Ah, okay. So let's help him get his, hit his goal. People, honestly, it's going to be an amazing, you've seen Dragon Ball tell, but this is a completely different, um, project. One with obviously, like you said, put his blood in certain tears over four years, we know how great and creative this man is. So please, please do go and support. We'll put the Kickstarter. Uh, can we put the Kickstarter link in our sh- um, project show notes? If that's uh, all right. Yeah, you can put it in there. And uh, I'll, I'll, it's, right now the, the link is dormant because it's not finalized. Mm. But maybe by the time you have this, I'll, I'll have it ready for you. 
Yeah, perfect. So then you guys, I mean, I'm going to purchase one, even if, like you mentioned, yeah, just to have I'm a dusty book. It should. The idea is to get a dusty book. Like, get it. There. You <laughs> yeah. want a library with books. You see Nazi's background. He's, that's got books there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, in my uh, old place, I had like a bookshelf, like so many different books. I do need to read those, but you know, none of them look as cool as yours for sure. For sure. <laughs> It my wife thinks looks... it's all for show. I, I tell her it's not, but like, I mean, yo, I'm a dad now. I don't have time to read books, man. Uh, I barely have time to take a shower. You know, <laughs> I, she she gets on me. I don't know if it's here, but I have the Count of Monte Cristo, and it's like 1,400 pages, and I've been on yeah, like page yeah. 600 for like four years now. I used to read it on the train <laughs> to Hapkido, and I'd read it on the way back. I'd get 40 minutes in each direction. That was a lot mm-hmm. of reading, and now like. Now I'm barely eating. <laughs> so like, oh, when am I going to read this book? And she has this joke that like, I will never in my life finish that book. I swear to both of you and to God, not in that order, <laughs> that I will finish The Count of Monte Cristo before I die. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime before I die, I will finish this book. <laughs> I swear, I swear. Sport the mission. <laughs> The funniest mm. thing is that you gave yourself such a long timeline. You didn't say like by this year. You said in your life, your life. before I die. Ed was going on about like how how schedule oriented I am. You're right. Oh god. <laughs> uh, trust me, I'm the same. I have so many books that I need to read. I haven't read. Um, I, I, I mean, you and Solo are more alike in terms of you like reading books. I know Solo is a book fiend in terms of just getting through books and he reads. What's that long one you said you were reading, Solo? The long, long one. Uh, well, it's a book. It's a 10 book. It's a 10 book series. It's called oh, um, Malazan, Book of the Fallen. Um, and each book is like at least like 900 pages. Like it's a, oh my goodness. Like, great. Why even start? I'm on, <laughs> I'm, on book, I'm on book nine. I'm on book nine. What? I'm nearly finished. I'm on book nine. Oh, now. wow. Yeah, book nine. Better yeah. man than me. I, I'm an audio <laughs> listener. I, I learned by listening. So, <laughs> but no, that sounds honestly, and I know you said, I know you can't divulge too much of um, the project um, until the Kickstarter, but is there anything that, you know, will excite anyone um, as as opposed to not just a synopsis, but maybe twists and turns or is there anything else you can reveal? I'm trying to get a scoop here. <laughs> but if there's anything else you can reveal. Um, this isn't really a reveal, but I'll say that Avatar The Last Airbender is probably one of my biggest visual and like, I guess like inspirational pieces of work that I've ever looked at. Like just mm. the cartoon and there's books that are there that I didn't get to really finish, but you know, I counted Monte Cristo on the way. Couldn't finish them. So, um, uh, yeah, like uh, Avatar has been a really big uh, influence in my work. And um, I think a lot of it obviously shows in the actual work. So I mm. think uh, if people like the, the themes that are in Avatar and like um, the ideas of friendship and like these transcending mm. lifetimes and stuff like that, uh, that's definitely all rooted into this book. So, um, yeah, I think this is just something that I don't imagine it's going to be something uh, wildly popular or anything like that. In fact, I think it's just it's the kind of book you find in the corner of a bookstore. You know what I mean? Like if it was even in a bookstore, like it's it's something I want you to have like discovered by accident. And now that you have it, it's like something now that you finished it, you want to keep it. You don't want to trash it. You don't want to sell it. You would rather just give it to someone else to read now. And uh, yeah, Mm. if it can pass through a lot of hands, just from hand to hand, like that, that's an idea that I I really like. Um, Yeah. Like I I should, I, I don't know if it's worth mentioning, but 
this project because it's not like my my day job like i'm not a comic artist right mm. um to me it's really important that it just reaches a lot of people for them to enjoy because mm-hmm. uh the money that i need to make off of it is just to make the book after that mm. like it makes sense because you have to sell it and ship it and all that sort of stuff but yeah uh the goal isn't like to be this isn't supposed to be like my income source or anything like that like yeah it, yeah. it was a story that mattered a lot to me for a long period in my life and i mean yeah, I would like to share it with people. Maybe they can find some kind of value in it. I don't know, maybe it gives them the inspiration to start their own project or finish something they started, that sort of thing. And I like what you said about inspiration because I was listening to a podcast about your inner voice and not always listening to your inner voice because sometimes your inner voice can tell you not to do anything, not to start, um, kind of like limit you just because yeah. of critique, of a fear of critique. Um, and that's what I admire about you and other creators as well, who, creators as well who take that, journey um of what is a thousand miles as aware but take that step into creation and doing something despite the fact that they may criticize or despite the fact that the inner voice is telling them you can't do it or you won't do it blah 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 mm-hmm. um so i think this is a lesson to all listeners like if there's anything that you want to start or do please do start it uh regardless of whether you're going to publish it or regardless of whether you're going to execute it just start it and see how you feel about it i think to your point, Nas, like, this is something that was just a passion project, something that, you know, he was doing outside his day job, something that, you know, fuels his creativity. And this is what we do with the podcast. The podcast is not my day job at all, but yeah. it's just something that allows me to fuel or to, like, express my creativity in another form. So whatever it is that you like to do, um, please do it. And potentially it could be something that you do for fun and for the rest of your life. But don't let that be kind of like, I'm going to start a podcast and become rich. I'm going to write this book and it's going to sell 10 billion copies. Maybe that could be a potential, but for now, just start with your why and, you know, it's something that I, it's in my heart, it's in my soul, it's something I want to express to the world. And mm-hmm. that's what Nas has done. And this is what you should do as listeners as well. So I thank you for, so seriously, for sharing that story for us. Really appreciate thank you. that. And, you know, like, uh, I, I think like one thing that motivates me, and it's not like whether it's uh, money or art and like, if it's, it's like whole, um, what would you say, like a wholesome like that's not like a word that's like that i attach to this it's, it's more of like purpose if your purpose mm. is to become like really rich off of your work figure out how to do it if mm. it's if it's the purpose is to just do the work and you need people to see it figure out how to do it you know like we, we look at like rappers when they're like starting out and like look at jay-z like he makes all this great music and i'm sure part of the goal was to become stupidly rich mm-hmm. and cultured in other areas oh yeah, and he did sure. it and he's and he stayed true to his his vision and i wouldn't like i don't think anyone would look at him and be like oh well it was impure what he was doing like it wasn't for the art like of course it was and also it was because he wanted to become rich and also he did it like he figured out exactly how to do it because he's staying true to his goal Mm. so if you can stay true to your purpose like i mean it's easy to get distracted but if you can figure out like what the building blocks are to really keep you focused on the goal the way you want it uh I think that's really important and being uncompromising in that, like it's very important for me, this project specifically though, is like not related like to being like monetarily um, Mm -hmm. beneficial in that way. It is more soul food, but I'm sure there is going to be projects in the future where like, it needs to be something that it has to be so lucrative that now it fuels me to be able to do other things and that sort of stuff. Yeah. No, I hear that. I hear that. What was the, again, just so people can understand, like, Cause I'm sure you had some, some barriers or pitfalls. I know you're a dad now, but before then, um, 
school you mentioned as one where any where any times where you're like oh, I can't do this anymore or like hurdles that you had to overcome that you had to psych yourself up just so people can understand that look this is it's great that you get to the goal but there are definitely going to be some hurdles that you're going to face was there anything that well a particular time or challenge with maybe it was in volume one or volume two or maybe even volume three which is the largest part mm-hmm. were there any like challenging times where you're like oh man I can't do this or maybe not can't because like you said it was a passion project but just more so other things potentially like you said distracted you yeah no distractions no mental barriers or anything like that only Mm. physical ones like Mm. in in the process of the third one um I had like some severe inflammation in my spine neck and back like just overall in the back and every day I had to create like a form of like um my own physical therapy where I would Oh, and this is where Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood saved my life because <laughs> I would, when I would wake up, I would be the most pain when I would woke up. Or wake up, it, it would just feel like my my bones were made of glass and somebody had broke it. And mm. uh, sneezing was so bad and like, laughing was so bad. So what I would do is, and I couldn't turn my neck. It was just it just hurt too Dang. much. And th- b- by the way, this is not a result of working hard. This is just a an inflammatory condition I have. Okay, it, it's so, like a type okay. of arthritis. Okay. But okay, but um. So I have this massive inflammation, like what, like I need to work though. So mm. I, I created this type of therapy for myself. And the short version is I would wake up, I'd try to like roll over eventually and like stretch. I would go out in the sun and just stand in the sun for like 10 minutes, just like looking at like a tree. And it would probably look like a crazy person when people got, like, at least if I was a smoker, <laughs> I would look like I was doing something, but <laughs> I was just standing there looking at this one tree, had no leaves on it. And uh, then I'd go back inside um, and then I would sit with a hot pack on my neck and it was so tired at that part of the morning but once i woke up i can't go back to sleep because i'm in too much mm. pain so i would sit up and i would watch two episodes of full metal Alchemist brotherhood and i said i would never watch that one because i liked the original one i didn't finish the original one at that mm. time but like i'm like oh you know what like i already got it i don't need it again man was i wrong full metal Alchemist brotherhood oh, was God. so <laughs> sick and it was yeah, so it good was, on every good. metric yeah. and once I would finish watching it, the heat would finally wear down. My body was finally a little bit like warmed up. I had this other like a staff and like these wooden nunchucks that I would have to use to like beat parts of my body just to like warm up the muscles. And then finally I was ready to get to work. And like that was the only barrier. Like I could have easily given into the pain and be like, oh, today's not the day. Yeah, today's exactly. not the day. But you know, like I will take emotional pain over physical pain any day, by the way, because the physical pain comes with so much mental anguish. Because like you start putting all the blame on yourself, you're like, okay, no, no, today's not the day. Today's not the day. And then the next day, you're like, can get it done. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm lagging by. Oh, didn't get it done. And you keep going through all this, and then like you know, being a lot of physical pain makes you quite miserable. You have to try really hard just to be a normal person. And what does this do to the people around you? They're probably not going to like you that much. They're probably won't want to be around you too. And like that'll create like a lot of emotional like, uh, like stress. I will take the emotional stress any day over that physical stuff because it comes with both of them you know yeah yeah, yeah yeah so um yeah i would agree with that i would agree with that and thank you for sharing that i think it's it's mm. it's it's um i i can i can relate to some of that so especially that 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 statement of you'll take uh, emotional pain over physical because if sometimes when you're in emotional pain the act of being physical can take you out so you can feel a certain way emotionally man. and physically can take you out of it and like okay you know what I know. Okay, I feel better now. I feel better now. But physical pain, there's nothing you can do. There is, and it's, then it just, like I, you said, it creates that loop. Yeah, like, and it, it can become like like decaying. You know, mm. like, it, is the pain causing the emotional response, or is the emotional response making you want to be lazy or like want to be physically inactive? 
creating like a bigger, like almost like an exponential decay, you know? Um, yeah, no, no, thanks, man. I, I, I got I to treat my body like it's an Iron Man suit. It's got to go in for maintenance every day. And yeah, so I, by the way, I, I'm in really good health. Like maybe I get yeah, a little yeah. bit of inflammation here okay. and there, but I, I take That's care good. of my body. I make awesome. sure to. Yeah, I'm sure you, you mentioned Aikido as well. That's nothing you, that you don't. That's nothing that you can't do or you do without, like you've mentioned. So I'm glad to hear that you are much better or you're like the inflammation is a little. But that's as Mojo, as Sola said, I uh, really appreciate you sharing that story. Uh, there's a, a quote that comes to mind: a, dis- a disciplined man is a dangerous man. And I think uh, in in this case, look, you had a lot of barriers. You had um, this condition or um, this inflammation, but again, you stuck to your principles, you stuck to the purpose and your discipline to go um, through that. I think the the example I can think of is when I was in my teens, like 14, 15, I had Oscar Sclatus, which is essentially growing pains. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard of that in your knees. Yeah. I'd get like terrible, like to the point where I just couldn't walk. But I was on a mission because I was a, I was a big, I was a fat kid. <laughs> so <laughs> I was on a mission to lose weight. So uh, I didn't let that deter me. And look, we're not trying to say to listeners, push through the pain like David Goggins. You know, you got to yeah. run bare glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you're scared. Just get up. Go. <laughs> we're not trying to say that. Listen to your body, obviously. I got to be also, work at nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> David Goggins is too much. <laughs> Listen to your body, of course. But sometimes there is a... Um, like you mentioned, there's sometimes that emotional, I can't do it, so on and so forth. But if you can listen to your body, but also know your limitations and know how to push it, but without within reason, I'm sure you'll be fine. But no, thank you so much for sharing that. That's really appreciated. Um, no, thank you, man. Of that. No, no worries. No worries. So um, what's the next steps in terms of um, after it's done, are you going to look to potentially animate it into a full series or just more so book form? You know, like this was, I consider the book kind of like a, like a, like a artist's journey for me. And mm. when I had finished the third book, I'm like, okay, I'm finally done with it. And it was the choice between doing something new and legend that was right after. Mm. And I decided that I had to do legend because of that shameful episode where Vegeta still loses in the ter- tournament to like the guardians of the galaxy. And when oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. when I finally finished the movie, um, like, you know, it was always like chewing at me. Like I never... I never got to turn it into the master volume that I wanted. I never got to make something animated for it. Now I could do both. So um, that's my attempt at actually kind of closing that chapter of my life. I don't imagine to go back to it. I would like to make something animated for it one day, but I'm not the type who, like, I look at this and I like, have the delusion that, oh, this is supposed to be a 40-episode anime or this is supposed mm. to be a feature film. Like, like I said, this is a very simple story. Like, I want this to be something people read, forget, and when they come back to it, years later like oh I, I forgot this it was just a simple story and they read it again like oh that's why i liked it mm. like that sort of thing so um yeah a lot of pages but it's, it's a small one hey who knows man it could be picked up um and published and serialized for people like me who uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about read but now nah. but um yeah i'll definitely look I'll definitely purchase it. Like it, it reminds me the bookcase of the book cover alone. Sorry, reminds me like Tomb Raider, Lost oh, Ark, cool. something mm-hmm. like mythical. You know, I found <laughs> the book. You know, kind of like you mentioned, a yeah, library, yeah, no, something that you discover. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like honestly the one book that like makes the yeah whole exactly. Collapse, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my buddy described it, like, it as my buddy described it as a 
it looks like Yu-Gi-Oh and a Quran. <laughs> 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 and those are like two those are two definite visual influences. Like all the embroidery <laughs> on the side, but then like the character in the middle with like the beady eyes. Definitely Yu-Gi-Oh and a Quran. That's good. <laughs> Mohammed Yugi, really you know? Good. <laughs> 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 that is actually really good. <laughs> Mohammed Yugi. Dude, when when at the end of Yu-Gi-Oh, he's like, I know my name. My oh, name yeah, 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 is yeah. Mohammed Yugi. I was so sure he was gonna say that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right, shout out to Yugi. That was a great show as well. And rest in peace to the creators as well. Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! Um, Nas, outside of the book, how's life in terms of um, anime? Are you watching anything new? Yeah, man. I went from episode nothing to now of Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh. And I'll admit it, episode, uh, season yeah. one was what I called flashy anime garbage. Like, it was not yeah. going to impress me. Like, there's some cool stuff with, like, how the line style is with the cursed spirits and shit like that. But um, when episode, when season, as I was watching season one, I was getting, like, I was falling off and understanding what the story was. And then that plant monster yeah. comes. And then my friend's yeah. like, are you watching Jujutsu Kaisen season two? I'm like, no, it's like, you got to get on season two. I'm like, I'm not even done season one, man. I don't, I don't, all the crazy shit is happening. I don't understand what was happening. And, um. And then I finally did, and it was like I don't know what kind of heroin they have at these studios, but like <laughs> they gutted the entire show with a guillotine, and yeah, they redid everything. Like, it is. It looks like it's directed by another person. It looks like it was written by another person. It looks like the entire animation team was replaced. Like it's crazy on every level for every episode. And like wow. the whole like first part of it, there's like seven episodes. It's like a movie, and mm. I, I'm not gonna spoil this for anyone. But like everyone's there, Gojo's there, Hobo's there, yeah, Bobo's yeah, there, yeah. Gomo's there. Like all those, all the O's, they're all there. <laughs> it is crazy. So I, I've been watching that. I'm up to date on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And honestly, JJK is so epic. Yeah. so so epic. Honestly, I do and, have a um, question. I, I like the way you sorry. see it. Sorry, sorry. One question. I just yeah. say I like the way he looks at it from an animator's perspective. They're talking about lines and stuff. I just like, oh, nice fire blocks. <laughs> <You know? laughs> He's like, oh, they did the lines. Oh my gosh! That I, again, I won't spoil. But that fight, that fight in um, uh, season two, or not season two, but yeah, season two with um, Sakuna and the other thing. I won't oh mention, my god! That fight was crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to know from an animator's perspective what you think of that fight. But sorry, Solo, go, go Solo. No, no, this look great minds think alike. I was gonna ask that exact question, Ed. Like, so if we I'm so interested in your response, Naz. Would you think about the animation in the and the the back half of season two with all the fights and whatnot? What is is that good animation? What do you think of the animation when it gets to that that's the that that stage of it? Bruv, don't even ask. Ten, 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 ten. Okay, I'll break it down for yes. you. <laughs> Character design. Their designs are simplified. 10 their character expressions in the faces 10 posing Dang, 10 staging 10 camera angles 10 using warp lenses 10 effects animation 10 music 10 sound design and sync 10 and then you have to watch it then when you watch it it's all together it's like having sugar and ice cream and candy and, and all that <laughs> shit it's so good and for those two episodes with skuna versus you know who yeah 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 man oh man like and it's ebb and flow you know like a lot of stuff about modern anime that i don't like is like it's all just it's like being on steroids it's all rush all action all effects all there's no like push and pull there's no ebb and flow right like you can't mm. tell how steep it is because it's always just going down 
it never comes back up. So like, but this, it, th- these, these specifically, these two episodes, yeah, man, they'll take you and they'll slap you, and they'll push you away, and they'll take you back and they'll push you, and they'll push you away. <laughs> it's so sick, man. And the voice acting, Skuna's voice actor, what a G. Yeah, like oh my god. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's honestly yeah. oh, Solo was oh. telling me get on it, get on it, and I when I watched it, oh my goodness, it's oh. a heavy ask because what you're saying to people is you have to watch a whole season of just basically okay anime to watch a season of something that is a masterpiece. I mean, I wouldn't so, even say season one was okay. I thought it was actually good. I actually yeah. enjoyed season one. Yeah, yeah, but um, I thought it was I. But yeah, season two took it to another level. Um, I think what was it? Solo said, "What's the arc called again?" Um, Shinjuku. Uh, Shibuya. The Shibuya. Shibuya. Sorry, Shibuya. Yeah, yeah. He just, he just said. Solo literally said the Shibuya arc might be the best arc I have seen in anime in like the last ten years. It's crazy. There's no fluff. It's just the pace is just it's cut. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if the when the Paramount War was solo, but I think it's comparable for sure. Have you ever uh, watched Evangelion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, so yeah. including like the the end of Evangelion, right? I haven't. Is that the latest latest one? Because the I haven't done that. One. The, I haven't done the end of it. Even now. Okay, I haven't seen of, the latest latest one. End of I I just saw the latest latest one last year. It like, but okay. the end of Evangelion is they take the last four episodes of Evangelion that fell apart because they ran out of money. Mm-hmm. And they remade it as two TV movies. And it is it is probably the best thing I've ever seen in my life. It's Ooh. so good. And But the reason I bring it up is because at, if you consider End of Eva as the last part of Evangelion, like the show, because that's actually mm-hmm. part of the show, but with movie quality, um, mm-hmm. that uh, the show just keeps getting worse and worse. Everything just crumbles and gets worse and worse. And if you see the movie, mm. it really gets worse. Because the movie does what the last four episodes were supposed to do. But in the last four episodes, they happen in Shinji, Shinji's mind. In the movie, they don't happen in his mind. They actually happen in, on Earth. And it's so chaotic and so destructive and so good. Devilman Crybaby did something very similar. But I felt like that with this Shibuya arc, where things just kept getting worse and worse and yep. worse. Yeah, 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 and it was yeah, so yeah. good. Like, <laughs> yep. The best way yeah, I described it, the best way I described I, I described it to my brother is that there's, um, so we, we love Friday. And I said, for me, season two was just like the anime equivalent of Debo running up to <laughs> running up to some of the main characters on the bike and <laughs> saying, give me your bike, give me your chain. And then just, <laughs> it's, the, it's like just the just, just, just same. It just rolls over, grabs it, give me that. That's mine. And That's then it's so like, you're funny. just left it's there like, perfect. what? It's perfect. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. man like Devo rest in peace to him as well oh my gosh that was a that's a throwback Friday what a show I know. what a show thank you so much Nas honestly we really really appreciate you coming on um, I love that you, you like JJK season 2 because it's something that a lot of people um, I've spoken to and like get on it get on it especially uh, to your point you have to get through 0, 1 and then 2 or potentially just 1 and 2 and then what's 0 but it's an awesome awesome uh, anime and I'm glad you from an animator perspective said how great it is because I know there's a lot of free mapper and so on and so forth um, regarding the animators and so on and so forth won't get into that politics but it's just great to see um, and we all acknowledge those uh, animators as well for the great work they do and an incredible anime as well look yeah. listeners if there's something you want to take from this episode 
other than Solo's bad internet, it's that you need <laughs> <laughs> to go watch Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> no, 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 not Jujutsu. Forget that. <laughs> you need to get Nas's new book. Go and pre-order it. The link will be in our show yep. notes for you to go. And you have thirty days. Um, uh, well, yeah, you have around that. I'm sure there will be a countdown when you go into the Kickstarter, but you have around thirty days. So please, please go and support. You've heard the story. You've heard what's coming up. There's going to be even more revelations and reveals. If you like Avatar, then please, please. And I'm sure a lot of people love Avatar. It was one of my um, favorite animes as well. But I believe I put it in my top 10, so I think I remember. Um, But yeah, if you like Avatar, something similar in in that premise, then please, please go and purchase this book. Um, As I mentioned, it's something that he wanted to do out of purpose and passion. So let's go and support that. So please do. Even if it's just for the bookcase, you know, you know, yeah. just uh, someone comes in like, ooh, what, what? It's a book of mysteries. It's time to read. That is such an opener as well, Yu-Gi-Oh! It's such an opener, but thank you so much. But yeah, please, listeners, go, go support. I know you won't regret it. And that's it. Thank you so much, Nas. Really appreciate your time. And we'll definitely love to have you on again. Just, yeah, any new projects or just, you know, any new anime or just anime in general, we always love you on the podcast. So thank you so nice. much. And Thanks you're going to get your three U's when you come back as well. So there you go. <laughs> you complete the full trifecta. You're <laughs> two yeah. U's now. So you've got to get the three U's. <laughs> the super. I, I just wonder um, by then how much time, how much, how many episodes of Food Wars is Solo going to have consumed between now and then? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what? I stopped watching that. I need to get back on Food Wars. You I, know, I wanted actually. to start good. it because after I heard you guys it's talking good. about it, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And but yeah, it, it's just good. Yeah, I bet it's just you good. might find it ridiculous, Nas, but I, 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 I find it just it's uh, what did I call it? Um, it's foodgasms, you know, just, uh, just you know, just people, you know, when you have something really good, you're like, oh, mm. it's that manifested in visual formation. Yes. And uh, it's a bit, you know, raunchy. So maybe don't let the missus walk in because you know what? I don't know if you heard, but the missus walked in when Solo was watching Food Wars. I don't know. That's funny. It was like, che- like clothes ripped off. And I'm just there like, no, don't, don't look at the screen. It's not what it looks like. <laughs> It's about ramen, right? Yeah. He's like, is this, is this the anime you like? Yeah. Is this the anime you like? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh gosh. But no, uh, definitely need to catch up on that. But thank you so much, Nas. And thank you listeners. I hope you found some great value in that. As always, we like to give you value. So as always, if you want to so continue to support the show, please do rate us five stars. Leave a um, leave a voice note as well as we, as we request. And also follow us on podcast and um, wherever you listen to. Until next week, stay ill. Um, stay a little bit ill as Nas has on his screen stay ill thank you and take care